0: Hi, I'm Melissa and welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast where we can normalize the conversation of motherhood and delve into issues that are quite often swept under the rug. Join me every single Tuesday for a brand new episode with a brand new topic. This is a mummy's club you want to be a part of. and welcome back to the mummy warriors podcast I'm your host Melissa and welcome back to episode four of season two's podcast this episode I'm going to be discussing the single parent tag sharing my journey to becoming a single parent so for those of you that are not aware I have a baby boy called Brandon who is four years old but he's soon going to be five in October and I am or have been embarking on this journey for pretty much since December 2019, to so just before the pandemic. At the very beginning of this journey, I would have to say it was one of the hardest things that I had to accept and had to go through, mainly because I grew up in a single parent home myself and the number one thing that I always told myself was I'm not gonna be a single parent which understanding universal law now, I was pretty much manifesting becoming a single parent and which obviously the universe honored my request because I just focused on not wanting to be a single parent. Now, one of the reasons why I didn't want to have the label single parent more than anything was because of the stigma that's attached and the constant, continuous, negative narrative that's attached to single mothers. I didn't want my child to be labeled coming from a broken home, and I just didn't want that label of a bitter baby mother or just being a bitter mum or a bitter woman. I would say that I fed in a lot to my negative ego rather than serving what was best for my mental health, emotional health and my child's well-being, really, because even though he wasn't in any immediate danger, the toxic environment that he was being raised in that was meant to be his foundation was just something that wasn't good for his child development, for his own mental health and emotional health. And I have said before, if you've listened to previous podcasts, I've said before that I've sacrificed my soul just so society could see that I was not a single parent and that I, my son lived in a home with two parents. Now, I fought the label so hard to the point where I just had to give in and just, you know, accept the fact that this wasn't going to work. I don't see myself as a victim now, whereas I used to pretty much live in the poor me, poor me, I'm a single parent. The number one thing that I think was hurtful or the guilt that I felt was was just being labeled, like kind of that label of not good enough. I always feel like there's that narrative that single mothers are not good enough or that our homes are broken and our children are raised in broken homes. And then we've got all of these statistics that are placed on the children that are raised in single parent homes and I just felt like a failure and I let negative ego take over and that's one of the things that um, really, really, really just, I was trying to fight it. When I was living with my son's father, I was doing everything anyway, just on the outside I wasn't labelled a single parent but pretty much I was doing everything on my own anyway but when it actually came to the forefront of us being literally in two separate homes, it was literally one of the hardest transitions I think I went through mainly because I knew my son had picked up on something had changed and though surprisingly his behaviour didn't really change, not for the negative anyway definitely for the positive so that's something that actually surprised myself that I felt like he really was thriving in the environment of like it just being us he just seemed a lot more happier to me and I guess thinking back now it's because there wasn't that tension constantly arguing constant combativeness and my emotional health was better and my everything was better even though it was so hard in the sense of coming to terms of the reality that it was just me and my son and like having to navigate this new way of life and feeling like I had failed as a parent as well because I didn't feel like I don't know it's a strange thing to discuss but basically I just didn't feel like I felt like a failure like oh my god I chose the wrong person to you know father my son or whatever kind of had a lot of guilt and i kind of felt like it's my fault that you know you might you don't have a home with two parents and i again i had my son quite later on compared to like nowadays well back in the day i guess because nowadays a lot of women are having kids quite older You know, I wasn't teen, I wasn't in my 20s. Well, I was in my late 20s when I actually gave birth to my son and six weeks later I turned 30. So I just kind of felt like, wow, I waited my whole life to have a kid and then I still end up being a single parent anyway. So it just felt like one big old, I felt like one big old failure. Now, I was actually with my son's dad all together for around seven years. So that's another reason as to why I was, like, so disappointed because, you know, when you've been with someone that long, you kind of, you you feel like, you know, all of their flaws and stuff. And I just, I kind of, that naive way of thinking that having a baby would only just enhance our situation. But really and truly, it really just highlighted the cracks. Currently, the visitation is well there's nothing in place there's no boundaries in place currently it's as and when it's, there's no structure it's literally oh I'm coming to see Brandon and then he just shows up which is nothing that I would ever recommend to any single parent out there newly single parents out there it's the first thing I would say is assure to get yourself a visitation structure a payment structure otherwise you will end up it may start off smoothly and fine, but it will end up, there will be confrontation and conflict because you feel like your boundaries are being overstepped and they may feel like their boundaries are being overstepped and it's just gonna basically cause a lot of toxic exchanges. The visitation is around every fortnight. He visits my son at my house due to just continuous situations, if you've listened to my episode with Sarah Beccaro on co-parenting with a narcissist, you will uh, get an understanding of part of how toxic my exchanges can be with my son's father because of situations where I feel my trust has been betrayed. Because one of the things, one of the hardest things when you become a single parent is when you start, sharing time and custody. When you get to the realization when your child is not in your house, you do not have control of what happens in when they're with their dad or when they're with their mum. And that was so hard for me. I didn't want to control the situation as in like, this, this and this, you need to do this, you need to do that. But I just simply wanted boundaries in place. So when he was to come back home, He would understand that this is, you know, your bedtime is at 8 o'clock. The latest it will be is 8.30. You don't have a drink at 6 o'clock. Just simple things that I implement in my home that I realised was not being implemented when he went to stay with his dad. I'm not going to use this platform to sort of bash him, obviously, because my son might listen to this one day and I don't say negative things in front of my son about his father, mainly because, number one, I think that's toxic anyway. Therefore, I'm not gonna share or let him know anything negative that I think about his dad. I don't think that will be great for his mental health and his well-being, and kids internalize a lot of things anyway. So I wasn't gonna be that bitter woman that was like, just because this situation happened and I'm now seeing a different side to his father, that I'm gonna start saying negative things about his dad Um, That's not who I am anyway, and I just don't do it. But basically, one of the hardest things going into being a newly single-parent mum is laying down the boundaries and the foundation and also letting go of control. Because obviously, when they are not at your house, you can't physically control what happens or who they bring around your child. So now visitation is done at my house for, again, I haven't made any stipulation as yet because I'm trying to be fair in a situation. I, he comes at whatever time and leaves at whatever time, though he's not allowed inside my house. He can play outside with my son. Everything financially is on me. So I take care of everything on my own, which is, I try not to be bitter about it because I literally work and whatever I work I literally have to pen to paper every month about my expenditure and how I'm going to take care of my son because he's my number one priority and making sure he has everything he needs. The biggest struggle for me being a single mum is everything being on me. One of the things that I when I really when it really hits home like wow you at you know you're a single mum is the grocery store. Like bringing my son to the supermarket and then he has a habit of every time we get to the cashier he needing to go to the toilet and I don't kind of I can't navigate paying, taking him to the bathroom, coming back it's just too much. Um also, the just the morning routine, or the day-to-day routine, being in the pandemic and lockdown with school on lockdown, was also really, really hard as well. Thankfully, obviously, I was able to still work from home, but having a toddler at home all day every day was one of is so hard, really. Um That so that would be one of the biggest struggles, and also when he's having Those phases that kids go through, not having that person to sort of back you up and say, Okay, well, if we try this, this, and this, or if we do this, this, and this. Another big struggle for me is now my son's getting older and he's getting a lot more aware. He's asking a lot more questions. So he's obviously very much aware of the fact that he doesn't live with his dad and that he just lives with his mom. So he has questions like I kind of feel like he pushes the issue. I feel like sometimes as well when he spends time with his dad that there's things that are like fed to him and then he starts repeating things back to me. That's a bit of a struggle. It can get really lonely as well, I think not I think, I know, that it's one of the most loneliest times being a single parent, because when you're full-blown single, like, you are single, and especially if you don't have a strong co-parenting relationship, it can be so lonely, because it's literally just you battling through, like, parent-wise. Obviously, I get help from family or my mum, but it's in terms of parenting or There's no co-parenting, basically. I pretty much make all the decisions. I do everything on my own. I don't have his help or backup in that sense. I think one of the biggest misconceptions of being a single parent is that your child comes from a broken home. Your child's broken and they have all these emotional issues and they're not happy. And All of that is bullshit. You can have a very stable, strong, loving foundation for your child, regardless of whether they're living at home with the parent, two parents, or if you are a single parent. I'm not just saying it's number one because I come from a single parent home um, or because my son is in a single parent home. I'm not going to be biased in that way. Yes, there is a lot of emotion, or there can be a lot of emotional traumas and there can be a lot of things that come up but that's life like even when you're in a or a child in a two-parent home you can have a lot of issues and things come up I've always said what well, I've evolved to say there's nothing broken about my home at all my son is extremely happy he's extremely healthy he's extremely smart he's extremely aware and I think because we are in an age and a time now where you can you're given permission to speak about your emotions and you're given permission to speak about your well-being and your mental health, and it's becoming so much of a thing that's normalized, I am okay with having those conversations with my son. So I will always have an open conversation to find out how he's feeling, how his mental health is. And, you know, if he misses his dad, I'll kind of coax the conversation of, oh, are you missing your dad? Or just trying to let him know that it's okay to speak to me about issues that I may not always be 100% comfortable with. But I'm open because it's not about me. And I just think that it kind of needs to be normalized that clear be- Being in a home with a mum and a dad is not the only thing that's conducive to a happy home, a healthy home, and everyone has, well, you know, great mental health, emotional health. There are a lot of things lacking. If you are not a whole person in yourself, then you're not going to raise whole children. If you have emotional, mental, spiritual, poor health, then... Raising a child is not gonna be easy. If you are committed to improving your mental health, improving your emotional health, improving any type of health needs that you have, then raise, then your home is basically gonna be, it's, it's a whole home. There's, it's not a broken home at all. Did I make a poor choice? Absolutely, 100% hold my hands up to that. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like as mothers or as women, we should be penalized for making bad choices because at the end of the day, we still manage and we still have our children at the end of it. Another thing that I think is quite hard is dating as a single parent. Now, I haven't been on a date at all since being a single parent. I've spoken to a few people, and it literally just is not working for me at all. The, the dating scene is not great out there at all. But I can't. I'm used to dating for myself. I'm used to dating for to satisfy my own needs and what I want. I now have a son, a child that look up, that looks up to me. So. My choices are going to be different. My, everything is going to be different. I'm not looking for the same sort of person that I was 10 years ago in my 20s. I'm looking for someone who, not necessarily like a husband or a soulmate, but someone who's in, at least open to embarking on that journey, someone who is open to kids, because regardless of what, my son will always come first. And that, as I said, being it it would be nice to be in a situational relationship with someone or date, but at the same time, I don't have myself to think about. I just have, I have my son to think about as well, and what makes him happy and what makes him comfortable. And anyone who's experienced being in a set family, it sometimes can be one of the most hardest um, places to be. Um, And I just wanna basically make sure that my son is happy at all times. That's a little bit of my journey on the single parent tag. And this is probably gonna be part one. I'm probably gonna do a part two where I just go into a lot more detail about single parent life and everything else. I'm embarking on a project for single mums, just to empower us really I don't, again, not want to marginalise marginalize motherhood, but I feel like the single parent, and especially the single mum part of motherhood, definitely needs that little bit more strength and support, being the, the stigma that's attached to us. So I'm embarking on a project to empower single mothers, um, just so we can be counted as a positive figure in society, really, and just be seen as the same as our married mother counterparts um, or mothers that are in a relationship and yeah just be counted as as one but I want to thank you once again for listening in I hope you enjoyed this episode you can go straight to my Instagram and comment on this episode or go on iTunes or wherever you're listening and comment I'd love for you to follow on my Instagram which is at the mummy warriors mummy warriors spell m-u-m-m-y and stay tuned for next week's episode and thank you once again for joining thank you for listening in to this week's episode feel free to leave a comment like and share this episode if you want a chance to be a guest on the show all you have to do is send me a dm on my instagram which is at the mummy warriors see you next week